I'd say that we're live, but we're alive. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Load Time. My name is Obed Velez, and with me, it's the most interesting man in the world, Julian. We live, we're alive, we're back. It is great to be back, my friend. I cannot wait for this moment. We've man. got so much to talk about, but as always, it's good to see you. Good to see you, man. It's been a, pr a pretty rough couple of weeks, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Uh, with uh, both work and life, it's been it's been quite the time to say um, you know say what's going on. So I'm um, you know I'm sorry that you know unfortunately we uh, spent two weeks and and we're a day late this week. So yeah. um, you know for those of you who uh, were wondering where we were, um, you know we were uh, extremely extremely busy with work. So. Uh, we we and, do have some time now. Yeah, go ahead. I say, and it didn't help that we also had a tropical storm that did turn into a hurricane. That was a tropical yeah. storm when it came back to us, uh, Nicole. That that passed over Florida yeah. and where we are, a base of operations out again. of. So my room yeah, got wet I mean, again. It was wild <laughs> again. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's I don't know where the water's coming from, bro. But you know, at least this time I was prepared, so I caught it. So I'm good. I'm good. Yes, the, um, the studio lives. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. No, it's been it's been yeah quite a you know eventful couple of weeks, right? And uh, for those of you who are subscribed to the YouTube, you guys saw that Joel posted a reaction slash review and spoiler talk uh regarding uh black panther wakanda forever so i will direct you guys to that video i have not watched it yet but i just wanted to get a quick because we got a ton of stuff to talk about so i just want to get joe um before we go into the what's up just a quick recap of what that video is and then we'll you know again you guys go watch it and then um you know we'll go from there but joe go ahead yeah, glad I was able to put a video out. I like Obit said, it's on the Nolo Time YouTube channel exclusively. Uh, essentially, in the first few minutes, I'll go over a non-spoiler impression, and then I, I throw up. Since you're watching it on video mode, on the top, I throw up a spoiler warning graphic. So the moment that that red spoiler warning goes up in the video. That's when you need to stop if you have not seen the movie. And that's where you start getting to the juicy stuff. I, I, I've got images that I share and direct things. So I don't want to um, spoil anything for anyone from that point. But you can watch the very beginning of the video if you haven't. If you haven't seen the movie and you just want to hear my reactions to it, uh, I, I'll, I'll save save those reactions for there except to tell you that um, I, 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 I think out of all the phase uh, phase movies um this is finally a good one so um you guys know i didn't like multiverse of madness i did not like thor love and thunder um just didn't do it for me uh, and this one actually uh seemed to pay off it's a long movie though two hours and 41 minutes I heard, yeah i heard it's pretty long um, yeah. i for many people i think that could be a complaint for many understandable even if the movie's good I can understand where people will complain and say that's a long time. It could could have you know because it does take its time with it. Like it's not even like tons of action. There's action, really good action, but it's not tons of it. But it's there's so much to eat. It's it can be a lot if that makes sense. But yeah. uh, one post credit scene. So if you sit sit for a long period of time, don't feel like oh man I gotta keep sitting here through the credits. You hear your Rihanna song, you get your one uh, post credits uh, sequence, and then you can leave. So good. I'm saving you time from that same point, but 
I'll leave the rest of there. Go check it out on the No Load Time YouTube channel. Cool. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, I do have a couple things. Um, I really... We'll talk Andor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll, wait for that. we'll talk Andor. Um, but uh, I do have a couple things. Uh, I finished that playthrough that I was doing of uh, Super Mario Odyssey. So good. Tons of fun. And that game is really, really good. And having the opportunity to actually play it for myself, right? Instead of having my daughter play it and then uh, me helping, right? Uh, yeah. Going through it myself uh, was also quite a lot of fun and uh game holds up very very well it's you know technical flaws it has right it's not entirely perfect and and it's mostly due to the uh i guess uh the limitations on the hardware but you know those flaws can be uh, easily overlooked because it's it's just a phenomenally well-designed game and tons of fun so uh, highly highly recommend it if you haven't played mario odyssey go ahead and grab it um and i've been uh, playing a small independent game that came out on uh <laughs> on on you know a console that that almost no one has it's yeah i've been playing god of war in the ragnarok sir that is a yeah uh, that is a video game <laughs> it's not a movie it is a it is a video game um although i mean that first hour <clears throat> i i i'd say it's better than <laughs> thor love and thunder it's cinematic probably i mean the, for the first one's very cinematic so i'm not so surprised good. that first hour wow. it's <laughs> better one, than the whole movie <laughs> that first hour is one of the best first hours in video games wow like straight up it's so good um I'm about seven hours in. Uh, game gets a little get gets made a little, a little bit here and there. It's I I really like that, and just going back to the action style game that you know the God of War reboot was. It's it's just it, it feels like when you you know when you go back to that place that that your parents take took you a, a bunch of times to eat when you were a kid and you just go back and eat it's like oh yeah it tastes the same as i was when i was a kid it's you you kind of it gets kind of like that right it's like you played the other the i got a war 2018 you enjoy got a war 2018 you go back and it's like oh yeah this is the same awesome pizza that i had when you know back in 2018 basically that's what it is um it, it looks like it it does open up quite a lot bigger than the other game um and i've heard mixed things about once you get to about the 15 ish hour mark where it opens up too much and kind of loses itself in in that mm. so uh, you know i guess i'll wait and see when i when i get there but so far it's it's phenomenal right it's a like the it's a good change of change change of pace to the story too like it's not boy all the time it's like you're the one who brought me here you prove yourself right it's more of that like growing up sort of thing so uh, as the first game was more of a you know i guess father and son kind of like bonding story uh this is more of the, the father coming to terms that the boy's no longer a boy right kind of thing so it's it's good it's good um i'm really enjoying it so yeah we'll see where it goes but i am 
I'm super excited. Um, I look forward to playing it eventually, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I do recommend it if you have, if you have a PS4. I do. I've I've heard that your PS4 sounds like it's about to take off. So <laughs> strap in, you blood buckle up. Uh, no, it looks great on, on PS5. It runs very very well. I'm 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 playing it on performance mode, of course, but uh, it still looks very very good. So um, highly highly recommended. Uh, we'll talk about you know like holiday deals here in a bit because uh, it's I mean it's been going on for a couple of weeks but today is the first day that I that I actually went out there and and I was like oh crap it's like there's a ton of really good stuff on sale right now yeah so uh, so now it's a good time to uh, to uh, you know take a look at those things but uh, Joel if you don't have anything else sir uh, let's let's jump in absolutely okay Andor. Let's talk about last week's episode. Yeah, we got we two did, episodes to cover. Because we didn't have the opportunity yeah. to talk about one of the best, if not quite possibly the best thing in Star Wars ever. That was last week's episode. Uh, this week's episode was no slouch either. It's also very good. Um, but last week's episode, I think that it really showed um, the not only th- how the empire actually affects the the, the rest of the galaxy right because we've we've heard about it but we've never seen it and and the last um last week's episode and the episode before that we saw it and we started so we started seeing it last episode we we straight off saw it and then wow it's like like these people are no joke like they're like they're, they're there's a reason why right this is not about you know peace will once again you know the Sith will once again rule the galaxy and we shall have peace it's not about that right it's it's like peace through fear and through yeah you know uh, manipulation and you know basically just kind of like sweeping people under the rug like basically that's what they were the empire was doing and and we saw why <clears throat> we needed the rebellion to happen in, in the galaxy and it, it was absolutely phenomenal last week's episode man it's just we got two monologues that were just incredible and I I'm in love with this show. This show is phenomenal. I love it. I love it. I love, Star Wars is back. And like I said, Star Wars is back. Whatever happened, right? Whoever made the changes, whoever flipped the switch, thank you. And I am looking forward to more. And Kino better had made it. Uh, that's that's all I got for last week's episode. I want to hear what you got to say, and then we'll we'll jump to this week's. Yeah, so last week's episode is the conclusion of really like a three-episode arc. And that's kind of been the theme after you get past the first couple episodes of the season, the premiere episodes you get, right? Then you start to get into these arcs, really, right? Where it's like you have the the heist arc. And by the way, guys, we're getting into spoilers when we're talking about this. So if you haven't yeah, seen yeah. Any, any of Andor, sorry, uh, we're getting into it. <laughs> but... um yeah, you then you so you go to get through the, the heist is like a three episode arc I want to say, and then this uh, one here with the prison break as uh, a three episode arc. And I've been on record saying that my favorite stuff with this show is the Empire stuff, right? And 
And that's, to me, their, their strongest points when you show just the the level of, of lack of humanity, um, the, the, it's almost like a corporate greed mixed with um, power trips and I mean, all kinds of, 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 of a, a deep, deep level of, of, of vitriol that these people have, even yeah. within their own community <laughs> that are supposed to be all the united empire, really, that that's not very united as you even see it and even on the inside of it. Uh, and it trickles down to just affecting people who are not seen as people, but just really seen as pawns in a bigger game, uh, chess, right? So, uh, you know, I, I just think that the way they put together those episodes really great. And the conclusion of that last episode you're saying with the, the, the prison break, I think like it was just very emotional, very much dramatic, very much on the edge of your seat. And uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, just, just solid all around. The performances, I think, was what really helped it too. You have a good story mixed with really good performances. Andy Circus, phenomenal, obviously, and yeah, and uh, you know, it's just been really good. So, so what are the odds that? Um, and this go back, just kind of like segueing into this week's episode. What are the odds that Cyril actually finds out that the Empire is just not about like policing and justice? That they're more that there's a dark side, a darker side, now no pun intended, right to, to the whole thing, um, because I think he has a a strong sense, you know, strong strong sense of justice and morals, right? Um, so I think he's conflicted, and, I mean, I think that we we may we may he may come to the realization that it's like oh yeah, yeah like. Like, I wanted to fight for justice, but this is not really justice, right? And he may just flip. Um, that would be that would be actually some pretty solid writing if you would do that. Because he is a good character, so. Which which would be very Star Wars. Like, I, I say this all the time. Yeah. Like, people get mad when characters flip in Star Wars. I'm like, that's literally been the whole shtick of Star Wars to begin with. Anakin Skywalker flip, right? From Vader back to you know, flipping back to, to the light, you know, the redemption of Kylo Ren, like yeah. re Solo. Reva, so, Reva having a redemption. Yeah. I mean, like, so Han Solo flip, like he was a, you know, uh, just a pirate smuggler. And then he, yeah. the hero of the rebellion. So hundred percent. Like, yeah. but the thing about his flip, I don't think would be more so of a sense of, of justice. I think it'd be more so of an awakening because he's, I don't think he's as much seeking justice as he is seeking validation because of the yeah, powerful yeah, yeah. you see between him and his mother and, and now he's seen he has what i refer to as little man syndrome so <laughs> you see that's like and that's a theme without the empire which is why it really makes yeah, sense why yeah. he fits so well in it but if he had an awakening i think that he might be like i was i, I was dumb I, i let all these things affect my character it was wasting time and stuff could be could be an interesting arc but at this moment like you know that i haven't seen anything to make me believe that there's a redemption arc but it would make sense if they do it because it's very star wars one and two like you know it, it's it's very much within the realm of possibility yeah. So, yeah yeah and then and then this week um you know uh we i forgot the name of the uh the guy cassian's friend but who's in rogue one <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, the, I mean, like the way that he was treating the droid, Bimo, and oh, empathizing, guy, yeah. yeah, yeah, and empathizing with with the droid, right? It's like, you know, it was like, I'm sorry, buddy, you know, you, 
you gotta come over and the droid crying because Merva, you know, died and MVP man, dude's great. I I hope he makes it and I hope Bimo <laughs> I mean I hope he takes Bimo home with him. So um, you know, that that was that was very, very good to see um you know that uh uh unorganic as they would call it, um, you know, would, would be treating a droid with uh with with that level of empathy that was that was very very touching to see so that was that was very good because at the end of the day like droids are actually they're technically living beings right it's just that they're not organic but they do have i guess like a soul or whatever um and yeah i mean merva died and cassian find found find out finds out at the end of the episode and then uh, you know they made it out of the uh, the prison planet, and he's got his credits and his blaster, and uh, now he's he's a uh, uh, he's homies with uh, with Melchi for life, and uh, yeah, man, it's very good stuff. Again, it's uh, fantastic. We finally get to see aliens, <laughs> like non-humans, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, the I really like the. Um, the way that they're contrasting rebellion and when with Mon Mothma, right? Where where she's trying to rebel rebel against the Empire because of tyranny, right? Or not necessarily I don't think I don't think she realizes yet that the leader that she'll she'll become eventually, right? Um, right now she's more concerned about the financial support um but i i really like the contrast that her daughter's rebelling against her by going into the traditions of the chandrillians and like being more into like their like uh, not necessarily religion but their customs which she wanted to kind of like leave that in the past because it was kind of like oppressive and whatnot so yeah it's is very interesting to see it's that contrast too so yeah the mom office stuff's pretty good uh, i would love to get more of it but what we do get is good at the same extent i have to remind myself and this is one of the things that i i jokingly but kind of said, you know it's not like a, it's not a, it's a complaint but it's not a negative if that makes sense because it's done well um is it's is that the show's called andor but it's not only about andor um what the other what they do with the other characters is so good it's not a problem because <laughs> oh, no, like Luthen is fantastic my mom yeah. like these these other character arcs um you know are all so good that it's actually okay um unlike what people felt like with the obi-wan series where like the show's called obi-wan and we're getting all these other characters getting an arc and we're getting very little at the expense of obi-wan and you know it wasn't as it wasn't as good it may not have been as disastrous but it just wasn't as good yeah with this, at least the side arcs are so good that yeah. even though we get less of Andor, but I will also say I think this this show works so well because Andor is not a legacy character, but out of this show he is becoming a legacy character um, yeah, because of yeah. what what they have done from this show. So uh, the I think I think this show has um, some of the best production that we've seen from Star oh, Wars yeah. in a long time uh, from the show acting sure. talent, um, yeah. you know story. Uh, really strongest 
Uh, I would say it is not the best Star Wars Star Wars. Uh, I think it's the best show. If that means. It's kind of like how you might say like The Dark Knight is, a, is just a really good movie. Like you don't have to. Well, that may not be the best comic book movie, yeah. but it's a very it's a fantastic movie. It's, it's what how I put The Dark Knight Rises, right? Because I think right. The Dark Knight Rises is more of a, uh, a, a crime drama than a Batman yeah. movie. Right. Right. And, and it goes kind of like like the same thing go, goes for this. This is basically like it's set in the Star Wars universe. It doesn't really feel like Star Wars because it's it, it's really, really fresh. But that is not a bad thing. Right. No, no, no. So, I, see, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And like, like my point would be like this is the, the Star Wars content that's like Emmy worthy, like that, that kind of quality. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, we're like with with dc for an example like you know like we said like with like the dark knight dark Knight, like those are like good movies right yep. they're, they're good bad movies too don't get me wrong but they're good movies right but then like you said before like oh like but i really really love the snyder cut well the snyder cut's not going to go win best picture at the oscars <laughs> but you know our best supporting actor or something like that but like heath ledger's performance and the joker you know what i'm saying i'm saying like like this show the andor is just really good quality like you don't even have to be a star wars nut to realize this is a totally. good quality show. Oh, absolutely. At least that's going. They can't. Uh, don't mess it up next no. <laughs> week. Finale's next week. Don't mess this yeah. up, guys. I don't think they will. It's it's really good. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, it's gotta it's gotta come together. Like I think I think that next yeah. week, all three all three storylines gotta come together. It's like you know, Cassians, Luthans, and and Mon Mothmas, and that's yeah, that's gotta be the the what brings everything together and what could potentially set up. For something else like season two, Thrawn or or Palpy may show up, and some stuff yeah. may happen, right? We don't know. Like it could it could end in like a downer, right? Because sure, yeah. the, the way that this show is going, right, it's probably going to end in the downer. Well, did, like I'm ready for it. Did you not think that Luthen may not have made it out in this last episode for a hot second? I was like, oh, what if this doesn't? What if this ship does not make it out? Like when he's trying to escape and there's like okay okay we get the really awesome action sequence all right he's okay but i was like you try to run from the empire bro yeah they will shoot you down yeah and the good thing is that they they have no clue who he is right right and like they they thought he was a pirate right like he's like oh this is a line that i just you know by by rebels and pirates so yeah man that was that was pretty crazy oh yeah that sequence was so good yeah it's uh those are the countermeasures that the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> right. I was going to say Aluminum Falcon. Oh, no, 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 no. Millennium, <laughs> it's, millennium. it's from uh, Dropwood Chicken. No, no, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> what the hell's an Aluminum Falcon? <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a copyright thing or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can't say the name. Uh, yeah. That's great. Uh, we're going to get a YouTube strike because we said <laughs> Millennium Falcon. No. Nah. Oh. This is this commentary, Cause we, guys. Because we said... Commentary purposes. We get muted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, since we're talking... Uh, since we are, are, you know, talking Disney, I guess we can kind of transition, right? Uh, and before we talk business, let's talk about, I guess... Uh, Part of the, I, I would say, ramification of what was announced uh, or late last week. Um, or was it last week or the pre- pre- previous week? Yeah, it was previous week. It was yeah. a Friday week before last, yeah, when this was announced. But uh, it seems like the Margot Robbie Pirates of the Caribbean uh, reboot, I guess. 
It's been cancelled. So, yeah, I know a lot of people were actually looking forward to this, but um, what's up, dude? Yeah, I mean, she. I think to my understanding uh, was that she has her own kind of production company, right? That she's been trying to grow, move forward in. Um, I think Birds of Prey, she was involved in, not fully making, but involved in on the producing side. Uh, and then this new Barbie movie, right? The same kind of thing. Um, so I think she's been trying and clearly landing. I mean, these are not you're, you're a first time producing person and you're doing movies like Harley Quinn and Barbie and, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean. Those are like names. We all know who what they are. They're not like some small independent. We have no idea what that is. Um, but like after what happened with the. The giant. We're not going to get into it on here, but what after what happened with the Johnny Depp case, right, and and everything that's come out, you can look up that and read read up on it, all the stuff going on there, right? Like, you know, does it really make sense to still move forward with this project right now? Does Disney really need another Pirates of the Caribbean right now? I think it's too soon. I think eventually they're going to have to, right? There's like the whole like rights reverting back kind of thing where you have to every certain amount of years you got to make something, right? I get that. Yeah. Um, once you make a movie, you got to keep that going. But I still think it's too soon. I think you can you can wait, uh, wait it out, plan to do something else. And 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 I like that at least what they were gonna do with this was gonna be an actual reboot, not like a continuation. So Correct. it's like, yeah. oh, these are parts of the Caribbean. Just happens to be these ladies, whatever. Like, cool. Like, okay, it's something different. Like that doesn't that didn't bother me. But I know a lot of people would think like, oh, they're just trying to get away from this. It's like, no, they, why would they continue the story that they were doing with Captain Jack? Like, that doesn't make sense to do it and then not have Captain Jack in it. Like, it just doesn't doesn't add up. So, um, when they, whenever they do decide to do what they're doing, I think sticking with the reboot's good. But I don't think this is the movie that needs to be made, and and it's fine. I don't think it, no one should be crying over this being. Um, canceled. It's it's really fun, guys. You got other you got other pirates movies you can watch. Which Obed, I think they're a little overrated. The original pirates movies, they're they're, I, I they're think, fun moments. I think one, two, three are not pretty, as golden. Yeah, I think one, two, three are pretty good. I I don't think the other two are. Yeah, particularly there's moments I like in all of them, and I don't think they're like yeah golden. yeah yeah. Some Especially the third out. one. I think the third one. Uh, it's just that the first one was so the first one was like. First one was good. I think that first one was like kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's like, oh, this yeah. is like unexpectedly, uh, unexpectedly awesome, right? And then you go mm-hmm. to the second one, and it's like, okay, it's great, but you left me wanting more. And then the third, well, third one comes in, and it visually, <laughs> visually, you know, it's a visual spectacle. It's yes, absolutely insane, right? For the time, like I think that at, at the time that the, this movie came out, it was probably sure. the most visually striking movie out there. Um, but it just wasn't particularly great. I think we wanted more. I mean, yeah. in terms of quality writing, um, and then the other I think two. Di- I think Disney knows knows that too. I think it's yeah. fair to say, like you know. And then the other two, I just like I've watched them, and I I remember there was one that there was a mermaid, and but that's it. <laughs> I don't remember anything else, dude. They were so forgettable. Yeah. I I think I literally watched both of them one time. I don't think I've ever think seen so, it more yeah. than that. I don't think I have the. I think I have the uh, fourth one on Blu-ray. I mm. bought cheap somewhere, but I don't have the last one. <laughs> I think I saw the last one on like Netflix or something. <laughs> it's just, it's weird. Um, yeah. But 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, this all stems from, uh, you know what? Let's take a break. Yep. And, let's come back. Let, let's come back to that. All right. All right, guys. It's BRB. Right. And we are back. <laughs> um, yeah. So this cancellation more than likely stems from, uh, I guess, what we could call cutbacks, Joel. Uh, over at Disney, uh, it was, uh, again, uh, like we said, announced uh, about two weeks ago that uh, Disney is planning a hiring freeze layoffs and cost costs, according to a now co a confirmed uh, memo from CEO Bob Chapek. And they basically said that hiring freeze will be effective company-wide with the exception of business critical departments uh, more more likely finance and legal uh, i know that parks is hiring a ton and they keep posting jobs daily so if you guys are interested in working at the disney parks there's plenty of opportunities out there because they they are basically hiring for everything at the parks honestly they they have numerous job postings um and yeah, they're basically trying to figure out how to properly manage uh, cost cutting without um, affecting too many people. So <clears throat> based on what I heard, take it with a grain of salt, <laughs> that uh, yeah, the, the hiring freeze is, again, like I said, for uh, non-business critical departments, uh, with the exception of parks and the layoffs will more than likely happen at happen at Pixar and Lucasfilm, from what I heard. Uh, I don't think there's going to be department cuts. I don't think there's going to be operation cuts for parks. But the, I think Joel and this is just me. This is just a prediction that I have, right, based on this and Pixar's performance uh through the last since the pandemic honestly uh which was yeah. uh unfortunate that pixar was put in that position right that all their movies will go straight to disney plus and then we'll end up with a couple of them at the movie theater if if that right maybe like Lightyear was the first one since what since soul probably right yeah, yeah. um I think Pixar is going to get folded into Walt Disney Animation. Uh, it's a move that financially makes sense. It's a move that's unfortunate, right? But we, if we've suffered through the end of uh, Hanna-Barbera and them getting mm -hmm. folded into WB uh, Animation... We can suffer through Pixar getting folded into Walt Disney Animation. Um, you know, I'd say that Pixar has definitely brought some of the most iconic properties and stories in the last 25 years. Um, so did Hanna-Barbera back then, six, since the 60s up until the 2000s, the early 2000s, and then they got bought out. Um, and they're kind of like in the same sort of boat as, as Hanna-Barbera was back in the day. And from a business perspective, it makes sense, right? That you would 
fold those guys in. Uh, they're a very, very talented group of people. The ones that unfortunately will get caught may end up at Illumination or, you know, some other studio, uh, even WB, right? Because WB, the, their animation studio is not closed. They're just, they're just merging everything as what I think was going to happen to, to this. So, um, yeah, it, it's sad, right? End of an era, of sort of scenario. If it, if it happens, right? Again, this is rumors and this is one rumors and two based on what I think will happen. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of unfortunate Lucasfilm, man. I think that the, they, they've, they, they don't have a movie in production right now. I think the shows, uh, they're, they're in a good tandem between animation shows and, uh, which Tales of the Jedi. We didn't talk about that. Holy. We did it. I thought we did. I thought we did. Didn't we? we definitely we talked about, about it. Oh, we man. definitely talked uh, about it. Uh, yeah, we, we both did, said we, we did, loved we it. We both finished it. Yeah, I think, you, like the you're same right. Time. You're right. We did. We yeah. did. We did. I just man. watched it again the other day while it's, it's I was at the 80... gym running. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 84 years since we've recorded a podcast. Um, yeah, they they don't have a movie in production. They're... I mean, they do. Indiana Jones. Well, Star Wars. I mean. It's still Lucasfilm, I, I though. I don't think a lot of people care about indie. No, no, I know, but I'm just saying it's under. <laughs> I agree. I trust me. I, I agree. Huge gas in Lucas the audience. <laughs> Lucas, technically, it's a Lucasfilm production. So yeah, yeah, and well, they have what they have. Anders ending. Uh, Willow's coming season up. Two starting. Yep. Yep. Willow's and then uh, we got Bat Batch season two. We got Mando coming. Right. Soka. Yeah, and then uh, you know, then after that, yeah, I'm Soka. So. So we got stuff, right? Um, but they don't, you know, they don't have a, a, a the only movie they have in production, and, uh, allegedly, is in uh, post production hell right now. Where, yeah, go ahead. You saw the picture they released? I did. Yeah, I did. Um, you know, apparently the movie screened to executives and the reaction wasn't too positive, and that was even after the reshoots. I just, it's just so very weird. Um, there's now talks about maybe making uh, indie a, a, a TV show, a series, um, or or there being an indie like a, an indie series based on where this movie is going to end or something, right? Like a continuation sort of thing. Young indie. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, here's the thing. Young Indy with Reaver Phoenix shows pretty good. But but uh, you you know you know the direction that they're taking. You know. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. I know. You know, I don't wanna say it. I don't wanna sound like an out of touch old man and but why why do they keep doing this? Why? It clearly, clearly it did not pay off well for Marvel. Why would you do it with with uh oh and Star Wars? Why would you do it to indie? Right. I'm gonna leave it at that. You guys can uh kind of probably put pieces together and figure it out. Um, but Joe, what do you think about this whole uh thing happening at the mouse house? Yep. So 
to quote a really interesting statement I remember hearing a preacher say a long time ago, to be cut back is not the same as being cut down. And, you know, like, it's very sad to hear for, of course, like you were just saying about, like, the end of an era, like, if that is the case with Pixar and um, and just in general, just sad to hear people losing their jobs, right? Like, that that's something that we don't just lightly glance over um, that affects people, their lives, and if it, it, all this is going down, uh, we're very sorry and very sad to hear that for uh, those individuals. And that's something that, that genuinely mean. Uh, but at the same time, it's almost like people sound the alarm when they hear these cutbacks. But like I'm saying, like the company is not, it's not like this is going away or dissolving or something, right? Like this is, this is a, a part of the business that's never a pretty part of the business. And sometimes these restructures, reallocations, movement of resources is, is something that's destined to happen as time goes on, as businesses evolve and move. And I'm sure that this is something that's been looked at for a very long time. It's not something they just woke up last night and said, hey, we're going to do this thing. So um, my hope is that this realigns more strategically for the future of the business, that we see you know, some of the work that's come out of the group that worked on things, uh, maybe from the film side like Pixar or Lucasfilm or, or whoever's being affected out of this stuff, You know that we look at that after these kind of changes are made, um, that there's a, a um, an increase in, in production, that things are going very uh, very efficiently, that you know we just benefit as consumers at the end of the day with a really solid product. Um, you know, this is not to me of all the news that we've I've heard out of Disney for a while. This is not the one that makes me sound the alarm. Um, this is the kind of thing that you go. It's very sad. Uh, you know, will not will not take that lightly. But at the same extent, like it's a part of the business. There's just not Disney ain't the only one. This is not a part of our story right now. But guys, you know, if you do, if you read Forbes, if you read Business Insider, like I do every day, you'll realize that you know there's a lot of things going on right now from an economic standpoint around the world, and large corporations are making moves such as this, not just because they just have to hit a number, but because there's a lot of changes going to affect. I mean, for an example, like Meta. And again, we're not getting into deep, but like Meta did a bunch of cuts, whatever. Most of those were were positions that were created through the pandemic because of thoughts of a new business venture that was not as profitable right. as they may be thought, right? Yeah. Like, it's not because, oh my gosh, like, whatever. Like, it's a part of the business is my point. Um, it's unfortunate that it affects people's lives. Um, but this is just how I look at it. Like I said, it's being cut back, some changes. It's not being cut down. The tree will still live on. Uh, and yeah. hopefully it's the best for Disney and hopefully the best for those people. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I... Th- as a whole, man, and it's it's. I think that this could be, like, this could be Bob's hero moment, right? Could be. This could be the moment that. Hey, you know what? We have to do these changes, and ultimately, it pays off. I think, right, and. This is just me putting stuff out there. I don't know. Um, there's a, a, a huge concern uh, surrounding the parks and not financially, right? Because parks are, are solvent and, and they have, you know, they're the biggest part of their business. 
Um, but the the drop in quality uh, and the drop in and experience quality as a whole, cleanliness when it goes to you know uh, crowds, cleanliness and all that, right? Um, it, that is still a huge, huge, huge concern, right, to me specifically. And then that's you know that's something that in the long run could have a, a negative impact on on that line of business for them. Um, and and yeah, the other. It's just very, I, I don't know why ever since the, we probably saw it more after Lucasfilm, but after they acquired Lucasfilm, but we've seen that, that they, they've, they kind of like bubbled themselves in their own properties instead of maybe doing like what they did with Narnia, right? And hey, this is not our property, but it's a hot property out there. We're willing to invest and maybe have this be the next multi-billion dollar franchise. Right. For sure. So um I I I don't know what the the thinking is and in, in this bubble mentality that I've seen. Uh, this is nothing new. This is going on since Iger, right? Um but they they should be able to you know venture out and there's there's very big properties out there around the world right and i think this is an opportunity for them right to be able to potentially reach out to those businesses and those properties and not buy them but give them the opportunity to become bigger mm. Right. And yeah. I, I like with Sonic, like Sonic the Hedgehog is the best example I can give you. Again, going back to Sonic, because we talked about Sonic and it, we're not going to go into into deep with that. Um, but that could have been Disney, not Paramount. Yeah. And that would have been a huge hit. Both in the box office, right, because they proved it twice. And it's a property that you can bring to the parks too and generate a bus around it, around that property at Disney parks, license those characters to appear in the parks. And and we, it has to grow. Yeah. And Kanto's big and Mirabelle at the parks is a huge deal. And Miguel from Coco is a huge deal. Right. But they're all at Disneyland what's going on right you got you gotta be able to you gotta you gotta be able to look outside your your neighborhood in order to find that new best thing that you're probably looking for and some of the best successes that disney has had from the previous regime um you know and just just looking at just their history overall um, has been the acquisitions. Uh, thinking about you know obviously Pixar right like the 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 partnership and acquisitions there. Yeah. Obviously we just talked about what's going on there. Marvel, Lucasfilm. Um, why not acquire a Sonic? Why not or or, or license at least an, an agreement with them on these this property? You know it feels like that's stopped since this new regime has come mm -hmm. in. There hasn't been really movement on that. It's been more so more of the same but really just a lot of cutting back 
Um, so I would like to see them take a risk and do something like that and yeah. do something like you're saying, yeah. like a, a, a property that, that could be successful and, and, and be cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they really, they, they missed the ship on anime. Like Sony saw that Huge. early, yeah. bro, and invested yeah. in it. Right. That was the so, Sony saw that ship and now they own the market. Yeah, and so much money comes from that. Yeah, and like right now, anime is is bigger than Disney. Honestly, yeah, that's, that's yeah. Truth, worldwide man. for sure. It's the truth worldwide. Yeah, so you know that's a chip that already sailed, right? So, but that's what I'm talking about. You, um, you find these properties that that you could see potential in them, and you know you don't have to give them a 250 million dollar budget to make a movie. But you know, give them a you know a, a short Disney Plus, uh, short uh, series like a six episode or, or something, right? That's the beauty of them having Disney Plus now. They can take risks yeah. on this platform and not spend nearly as much money as they would on these event films. Yeah. So here's the uh, here's another thing, right? And and we're running late. <laughs> Yeah. But this is a, a topic that we're we're passionate about. So you know, we if if we have to push Yuji Naka getting arrested, we'll push that. <laughs> so, although I really want nice, to talk nice, about nice. that because oh it, it's Sonic, right? So I really want and oh Sega. So I really want to talk about Yuji Naka. Um, but, um, but but that's the thing, right? It's. You don't have that by bringing those properties, right? That you can fill Disney Plus with. You don't have to keep Pixar movies on Disney Plus. You can yeah. put them back in the movie theaters. You can put Disenchanted in the movie theater. Why is this movie not in the movie theaters? I know it's kind of strange. It's I don't know. They need to stop. Uh, yes, in, they're probably in, gonna do it with with uh, Princess Diaries three. Probably yeah. gonna do the same well, thing. It's it's great, right? That they have they, they now have this medium and they can bring people yeah. in. Problem is that what happened to your moneymaker, which was the the movie theater sales, mm -hmm. right? What kind of forever is about to do it though, right now? Yeah, but I and, mean, and maybe Avatar. I'm very curious to see how people respond to that. If I, that's I been, think I think Avatar is gonna be one of those that. The second weekend is probably going to make more than the first weekend because people are going to like word of mouth is going to get out. Well, no, it's not going to do the same numbers it did the, the first oh, movie no. did. That was like Nirvana. Oh, yeah. But that was like, you know, history for its time. But yeah. how good is how strong is that nostalgia? I'm be very I'm going to be watching it very closely. Those numbers. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, let's let, let's leave it there. Right. Sure. Um, you know, for all those affected. Uh, we we wish you luck and um you know we are hoping for a quick rebound um for those waiting don't get too desperate bob just try to listen to the audience you said it it's like maybe we should listen yeah maybe maybe you should man maybe you should so all right let's go uh you know let's let we're, let's skip the uh Let's skip the Black Friday stuff, Joe. Let's go ahead and go sure. into PlayStation VR 2. Date announced. Price announced. Things coming out February 22nd for a whopping $550. Um, I'm not interested in it. I know that you may you may be because you, you were looking into like VR and yep. Oculus and whatnot. So 
Uh, if you're interested, Joel, the PSVR one is on sale. I think uh, on Amazon for like two hundred bucks with two games. But, I think. But what, but like how how is that transition gonna be from PSVR one PSVR two from like a cult games like the Leams library? I mean, they have a pretty good library for yeah. PSVR one, but like when new the really cool new stuff comes out, on is it gonna be like how right now like out of working in a PS four and PS five? Like, is it gonna be like that? I'm I'm curious to see. We haven't. This is a very new territory for PlayStation, right? Like, this yeah. isn't the same as like their handheld or their regular consoles, like. Um, but I am very, very, very interested in games. I'm, I'm a fan of of this technology because I've actually used it. Um, you know, a couple years ago, Comic Con was able to be one of the early testers on um, Iron Man VR, and I loved it, dude. It was a great time. Um, PlayStation, Sony, they, they were kind enough to invite me into the media section to try it out, and um, it was fantastic. Um, and 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 I, I I've been since then. I'm like, I want to get one of these. Um, so yeah, I mean, I like the Oculus stuff too, but, but obviously, uh, PlayStation's got this coming out. I just want, yeah. I would like to demo it like in a store or something like that before That'd I be pick, cool. pick something like that up. It's a, it's, it's so new and it's a nice investment, but at the same time, like, you know, I'm sure it's good regardless. The Resident Evil Village, man, on VR. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty yeah. crazy. I was going to grab it. It's on sale on Best Buy for 20 bucks. Um, mm. But I was looking at that gold edition that has the DLC included. Kind of looking at that more. But, I mean, it's it's great tech. Um, quite expensive, though. I mean, 550 oh, yeah. it's more than the PS5 itself, right? I know. And you That's need a what... PS5 to run it. So Right? Yeah. yeah. How much is the Oculus the Pro? Is it 699 or $799? I don't know. I haven't Let's looked at it in a while. Fact-checking live on the show, guys. Uh, pro. Uh, no, fifteen hundred. Wow. Yeah, fifteen hundred. The other one's well, still three hundred. Well, then this is actually a good price. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's still that. like a thousand fifty dollars for everything, right? Plus tax. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. If you include the console and all that. Yeah. yeah the uh, the Quest Two is three ninety nine. That that's the one that went up right a hundred dollars because he was two ninety nine, so. and then they they upped the price. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, if you're interested in that, uh, you know, it's pre-orders. You can register to receive an invite, and um, yeah, it should be a a pretty de- uh, pretty decent um, device. Sony, you could send me one for for testing purposes, <laughs> for review purposes. <laughs> seriously, Sony. Seriously, um, no low time at gmail dot com. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Oh, maybe maybe we can work out the uh, maybe we're gonna work out the Black Friday into into this because sure. um, there was an interview with Phil with a it was a very awkward interview with Phil Spencer a couple of weeks ago uh, I can't remember exactly who the um, the outlet was but it it was kind of like a lot of wishy washy answers and it's like oh yeah it's like i don't i know we've haven't had a, a like an exclusive in like five years and all this right um but we also found out that the xbox series x um they are it, they're selling at a at a net loss of 200 dollars, which is alarming to me right you would think yeah. that i think that the we we haven't seen anything like this since probably the PS3 because I, I think the PS3 the net loss was like a hundred and twenty dollars back in the day 
Um, and it's it's interesting, right? It's like they're not. I don't want to say that they're not selling too well because they're selling okay, right? Based on the numbers that are out there, they're still la- lagging, you know, behind. But it's it's interesting that that they're they're losing that amount of money. But then, you know, well, before we transition, Joe, what do you what do you think of you know, no, you know, the interview in itself and the, I guess the revelation that you know they're they're kind of like trying to do the Gillette model where they give away the racer the they give away the racer and then make the money back in the cartridges so what do you think um it's confusing it doesn't make sense to me it's not the direction that I would go um it's still something that's like a wait and see approach could be successful I'm not going to write it off um but it does not appeal to me so yeah I, I don't know much more to say that aside from that but it's just it's a very bizarre uh, yeah. model. Feels a little desperate, in and, my opinion. Yeah, and, and they, you know, based on the interview and and some numbers that are out there, the they're, um, like Game Pass kind of like capped out. Yeah, like they're floating. They they're not getting like a new number of a, a, a constant number of new subscribers. It's just kind of like floating around the same number. Hmm. Uh, I know that PS Plus. I don't know if you saw that. It actually went down when the new PS Plus got released. Subscriptions went down for for PS Plus. Oh wow! Um, and I know that a, a lot of people are moving to to PC and whatnot, but um, that could be that could be part of it. But yeah, I mean, Game Pass is not skyrocketing as it was anymore. Um, I will. Well, I mean, yeah, transition because friggin' Xbox Series S is two hundred and fifty dollars, Joe. You can, good, good you deal. Can, yeah, you can get it as low as like two thirty something. Yeah, it's Costco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Costco had it for like two thirty nine, right? That's like yep. an extra, you know, twenty bucks or whatever. Yeah, man, that's crazy, I, right? I was in BJ's today here, uh, one of my local ones, and I saw they had the cigar. You go, go redeem this two and fifty bucks. Go to your Series S. I could have just picked it up right there and done it. Yeah. Um. Pretty wild next gen experience for 250. Yes, it's not a Series X, but still, you get the ability to play all the, the new Microsoft uh, games on there. If only there were more games, but <laughs> but you know, uh, you get you get it there for 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 the price. And and uh, I do like this move by Microsoft. Smart way to get these in the hands of a lot of people because I feel like this could be a hot seller easily for the holidays if. It gets enough steam. I don't know how many people really want them, but we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, um, a friend of mine walked into a GameStop about yeah. two weeks ago and walked out with a PS5. <laughs> Not a uh, digital or, or disc? Uh, the disc. Oh wow, that's solid. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're we're finally at so, those times. So he's been going. He's been going every week to the GameStop <laughs> to a to yeah. a local GameStop and asking. And just goes in, asks, and leaves, right? Yeah, sure. And he was around, he was at the store at that time. He was telling me that he was about to leave, and the guy stopped him. He was like, Hey, can I help you with something? I was like, Oh, I wonder if you guys got PS5, but uh, you know, you guys never have them. It's like, Actually, we do have one in the back. And he was like, Wow. But they sold it to him for, I think it was like 650 Okay, okay. Because they had to include an extra controller and the extended warranty. Yeah. Like, that's the only way they could sell it. Yeah. 
Well, that's so, not terrible. and he got it. You're so I was like, oh, I'll, I'll just like a, it's like I've been looking for it for two years. I might as well just get it. <laughs> so, oh my gosh! Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. So yeah, man. So good for him. Um, but yeah, man, it's crazy because the Switch, regular Switch, two ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With Mario yeah. Kart, I mean, granted, Mario Kart, you you kind of getting a fifty dollar discount there. I would say the bundle's discount. pretty good. Plus, I yeah. think three months of uh, Switch Online. Yeah, 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 yeah. Switch online. Switch online is pretty good. Like, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna re up it, um, f- just for the regular one. I don't have the the, the Genesis and 64 one, but uh, I I should be re upping that at the end of uh, the the end of December. But yeah, I, it's very interesting to see those prices, right? Especially from Xbox, is a cut there and Switch. Dual Sense twenty dollars off. It's that's solid because that controller is freaking expensive. Uh, same for the Xbox controllers. They have like twenty dollars off. Um, a lot of different stuff going on out there. Like Cowabunga Collection is like twenty five bucks. Um, the uh, Elden Ring is thirty five dollars at Walmart. Solid. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, just out of out of the ones like Sonic Frontiers thirty five dollars in this new game. That um, good for them. They got pretty decent reviews out there a lot of people love it a lot of people hate it it's, it's polarizing like a lot of people say sure. it's great a lot of people say that it's not good um I, I saw the performance uh the the tech review from uh, uh digital foundry and it looks like the switch version is it's rough <laughs> but uh if you're looking at the like the next gen versions uh, you'll be you'll be fine but yeah man there's some uh, some really really good stuff out there. Um, you know, if you're looking to get into PS5 stuff like Russian Clank, um, you know, that's some pretty good stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's just just interesting to see how you know some of these sales are going. Uh, we'll yeah find out what else will happen. But Joel, freaking, you either die a hero or you see you. <laughs> Or you'll live long enough to become yourself the villain. The villain. So, uh, friggin' Juji Naka, man, co-creator of Sonic the Hedgehog, Sega legend Juji Naka, uh, was arrested in uh, in Japan for insider training, uh, alleging that while he was in uh, at Square Enix. Um, he got together with two uh, other associates and bought, I think, 160,000 shares based on uh, like work that they were yeah, doing. Yeah, Dragon Quest. On Dragon Quest, game. yeah. Yeah. So, um, man, I don't, I don't get it. It's it's very disappointing, right? Um, I I've I've followed juji naka since i was a kid like a little kid and you know me being the sega fan that i was back in the day um it's it's just that something was off when he came out on twitter and started saying that square enix messed up bound bound wonder world because which aesthetically i think the first time we saw the game, it looked really good. And then we found out that they actually outsourced the gameplay and the level design to another, like a third party studio. And, and the game came out and it was like three out of tens and two out of tens. It was like really bad. Um, 
and and he he had like a like a weird like oh yeah square enix messed up my game and that's why he left and yeah and it was very strange right and even then i actually like jumped in and in a comment section somewhere i can't remember where it was and i i think it was like otaku or something and i defended him I was like oh no juji is great man it's like what the heck it's like yeah. i believe juji it's like <laughs> hashtag i stand with juji um and bro that's crazy man i don't like arrests in japan are are yeah are, are are pretty big deal man but yeah i mean he was he's been at sega since you know the early days and 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 i've heard about juji since like i said since i was a kid you know playing master system and genesis games um and you know magazine articles and sonic and all this stuff right and Man, it's it's very disappointing, but yeah, Joe. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those things that like, I I feel like a lot of a lot a lot a lot of influential people do this kind of stuff. They they got him because like he probably had a paper trail. Like, there probably was enough to find like interesting. Your timing on buying these shares right before this, and you're someone of influence is able to get information before other people. Yeah, you can't do that. That's that's a big big yeah. no no, um, and I'm sure Japan is tracking that. It's just you know, like I feel bad because it's it's market manipulation, so it's very serious and that affects people's funds. Yeah, but at the same time, like he didn't kill somebody, so it's like poor guys in prison. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, still though, still still bad, right? still bad, still bad, right? It's like um, like Martha Stewart when she got sent to jail yeah. for tax evasion, right? Tax uh, evasion, yeah, you know, right. You know, it's 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 pretty crazy here. It still affects people's lives, but still, it's like whoa. But uh, yeah, it's not nothing nothing to mess around with. Um, that's unfortunate. You you know, because it's like, again, I think this stuff happens way more than we realize. I mean, dude, not yeah. to get political, but politicians oh, no, no, can no, no, no. trade openly on the markets. Yeah. You don't think they know nothing about the rules that they make here in yeah. America? Yeah, um, exactly. So it's one of those things. Like it probably happens. Just some he got caught. You know. Uh, and uh you know especially in japan cool. like where like japan, they, they, yeah. have, they have no chill and yeah you know you could you get Different. erased out of existence for a, a, a you know weed possession or something you know it's it's not it's very right? different it's, very cra- different, it's crazy yeah. right yeah um so you know i yeah. feel bad I, I feel bad for the guy i mean obviously it's, i'm not condoning what he did i want to yeah. be clear about that like uh, and, you know you insider trading is is not not yeah. a good thing and, 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 and it, it also wasn't fair yeah yeah, yeah 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 and it was and also wasn't like like what we see here it wasn't like a ponzi scheme that we see here no, no, where no, no, you no. know where you have hundreds of millions of dollars i right. think the total amount was like three hundred and thirty thousand dollars or something so yeah but he was a whale he was moving around exactly True. yeah um but yeah unfortunate right uh man it's like see that your childhood heroes right. kind of fall right. and it's like this, this really stinks yeah unfortunate but yeah we'll see we'll see what comes out of, comes out of this i'm i'm uh, i'm definitely gonna you know keep following the news on on this one but joel's what we got well, you got anything else, sir? Just take it away. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you all so much for sticking with us here on the show. Glad to be back. Glad to have this episode and many more episodes to come. So this is where I encourage you guys to stay connected, stay tuned. The way you can do that is subscribe to our podcast, audio platforms of your choice, plays like SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, Apple Music. Find us on your podcast platform of choice. Hit that subscribe, follow 
make sure to drop a review that helps us in getting our, our podcast more recognized by others. We do this out of our the kindness and, 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 and just joy of our hearts. We really just enjoy doing this. Obed and I, it's a fun, it's a passion, and we're not getting a profit off of this. We're not asking you to send us money. We're asking you to hit that subscribe button. We're asking you to hit that follow. Those acts of support go a long way and help us to continue to spread this to other people. Uh, you can also do that by subscribing on the No Low Time YouTube channel where the video version is available. YouTube.com slash at no low time. That's right. We got our handle. We, we got our handle, guys. We did. We got a handle now. So <laughs> it's awesome, guys. Make sure to check that out. We are also on social media platforms uh, at no low time, Facebook, Twitter, so long as it lives, <laughs> Instagram, and TikTok. So uh, you can find us on all those platforms. Make sure you follow us at no load time. You can see those handles down below if you're watching the video version right now. We also are on Twitch, no load time altogether. You can find us on Twitch. We broadcast these episodes. We've broadcasted in the past before uh, gameplay. Um, you know, we're, we're open. I've done little summer streams and stuff. So it's, it's always an important place. Make sure you follow us there too. And last but not least, you can send an email to us, noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. And if you have a question, comment, feedback, maybe just maybe we'll even talk about it on a future episode. Obed, it's a pleasure to be with you. We've got so much more to talk about next week. So Great sure to be back. Time. Great to be back, man. I really missed this. So finally, we can get back into the rhythm. Oh, no, wait. Next week's Thanksgiving. We'll see you guys yeah. in two weeks. In the meantime, <laughs> stay safe. We'll see you guys next time.